This is the Relatable Podcast with Dr. Siobhan, the place where wives are empowered to create happy and loving marriages without making over their husbands. If you are a wife looking to transform your marriage from the inside out, you've come to the right place. Get ready to hear relatable stories, practical advice, and empowering perspectives for how to have a marriage that truly lights you up inside. Now, let's get to the work of Relating Well. Well, hello there. It is Dr. Siobhan here, and I am so excited to be back with you. How are you? I hope that life has been treating you well and that you're excited to be here with me to learn a little bit more about me. So I wanted to share with you just five things I think are really important for you to know about me and why, why, why share those things. It's not that this conversation is all about me, but I think it's important that you have a good understanding of who I am, how I came to do this work, my perspective, and my thinking on some things. It is so important that when we allow people into our lives to influence us, to share information with us, that we use discernment, that we are sort of conscious and aware of who they are, their strengths, as well as their limitations. I can think for my own self in doing this work, how many mentors I've had, how many coaches I've worked with, or how many people I've followed in their own podcasts or reading their books, and what a dramatic impact that their message has had on my life. And as we grow and evolve, that becomes more and more important, especially for those of us who are not only wives, but mothers, because so much of what we believe and we internalize, we then um, share and propagate onto our own children. And so I want you to have some initial understanding of who I am, how I'm coming to you, so that you can determine if I am a person you want influencing your life, if I am a person that you want to invite into um, one of the most important areas of your life. And so the first thing that I want to share in terms of the things you should know about me is my faith. So I am a believer. I am of the Christian faith. Uh, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, I think it says in my bio on my website. And that's important to me, but it's also something that I recognize in this day and age that there are times when the Christian faith and what the Bible says is condemned by um, society. Um. I've seen the ways that people who proclaim to be Christians condemn others and don't walk in the light and love of Jesus. And so when I think about my faith, that is where it all comes together in this work. My mission, my reason for doing this is really to spread more love into the world. I feel like we don't have enough compassion. We don't have enough understanding. We don't exercise forgiveness. We don't offer grace to people, especially within the context of marriage, 
as much as God would have us. When I think about how I work with my clients and um, their transformation, so much of it is because they understand the calling that's on their life as a human being in this world, the calling that is on their life as a wife and as a mother. And that spiritual part of us needs to be further developed and further cultivated. And I think a lot of times, you know, we don't get the application of God's word um, as much as maybe we need in life. And so when I think about what I do, when I think about um, how I want to influence you and support you and help you, so much of that is enabling you to not only understand God's word and not only understand what it is he has called us to do, how he has called us to be, how he has called us to love in this world, um, but how to truly apply that, right? I know so many of us can recite the scriptures. We know what they mean. We know what they say. And yet our lives are not a true reflection of that. One of my very, very favorite scriptures that I have in many places in my own home is the one uh, Philippians 4 and 8, when it talks about thinking about things, right? Thinking about things that are true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable and excellent and worthy of praise. And so my faith is so important to the work that I do because much of this work is mindset work. It's about directing our thinking, um, letting the spirit of God lead us and overcome what our ego and what our small self would normally want to do in particular situations. And so my spirituality has been an important part of my own transformation, my own um, improvement in my own marriage and in my own life and who I have been being is so influenced by my faith. And I've seen that transformation first in my own life. It continues to happen daily. And I am excited about being able to provide that same transformation for you, my listener, and other people that I have the opportunity to cross paths with. So it's important that you know that. I will say, though, that although my faith is Christianity, I respect everyone's faith. Everyone has their own spiritual journey. Everyone has their own spiritual path. And my job is not to convince you of anything, right? I believe that God will move in your life the way he has destined to move in your life. And if I can be a part of your spiritual journey, if I can help you operate more from a place of love and light and compassion and grace and all of those beautiful, wonderful things that um, Jesus came to show us, then I am grateful and I am humbled and I'm honored to be used in that way to help you and to influence you in whatever religion you practice and whatever faith you have adopted. There is no judgment here whatsoever. I just feel it's important for you to know what lens I come from in terms of my teaching. The second thing uh, you should know about me is my family. So I am the oldest of three children. And for any of you who are also the oldest, I'm sure you know that that comes with its own 
wonderful responsibilities and wonderful burdens of being seen as the role model and the trailblazer and also the person who didn't get to do most of the things your younger siblings get to do. (laughs) So I'm sure you can relate with me on that way. So I actually was born, believe it or not, you will not guess this from uh, my accent, but I was born in Mississippi. We lived there for about four years before we moved and we relocated to the Virginia DC area. So I like to say that I grew up in DC. That is where I had my formative years in the DMV area as it's called now. Um, And then in 2006, I moved to New Jersey. And so I now live in New Jersey. And so I've progressively moved up north from the deep, deep south. So I like to say that I'm a southern girl with northern flair. And um, I'm pretty sure New Jersey is as far north as I will go because I uh, am not a huge fan of the cold. So in my home, there are four of us. There is my lovely husband who I adore and I'll be telling you a lot more about him in our story in a future episode Um, but his name is Schubert is his name and I remember when I first met him I was like Schubert hmm, that's a really interesting name and I love his name I love saying his name I love so many things about him and now that I know him his name could not be anything other than Schubert. Uh, We have been married seven years and we have two amazing, beautiful, just lovely spirited children. Uh, Right now they are four and a half and two and a half. And our journey to parenthood was actually quite interesting. So we got married Um, I guess for all intents and purposes, a little bit later in life. Um, And once we decided that we wanted to start our family, we had um, some unexpected delays in that process and had the experience of infertility. And this was something that for no particular reason at all had sort of always been a fear of mine. And when it came time to start conceiving, you know, I'd gone to my OBGYN and at that time I was quote unquote advanced maternal age because I was um, over 35 and, you know, she's like, okay, this is what I want you to do. You guys start trying and if in six months you don't conceive, then come back here. And she sent me on my way hoping that I would not see her in six months without being pregnant. And I did return back to her (laughs) six months later without being pregnant. And I have to say, you know, in hindsight now, thinking about the thoughts that were sort of planted in my mind, right, during that period, the label that was placed on me because of my age, the advice of a medical professional, really, I think, limited my perspective on that experience and quite frankly, generated more fear and more anxiety and more of a need to try to control the situation. And so in that period where my husband and I were trying to conceive, it was a very 
mechanical process that I think had some impacts on our relationship because I was so determined to not have to go back to her six months later without being pregnant. And so we ultimately made the decision to undergo uh, infertility treatment, uh, which had its own challenges and its own um, just difficulties. It is not an easy process. So for any of you that are going through that, who have gone through that, I truly, truly empathize with that experience because it was my experience. And um, on the other side of it, though, we have a beautiful daughter, Madison, who came into this world and um, she is the light of our lives. And we're so grateful And I think in hindsight, having gone through that experience has only made me more grateful. In her room is the scripture, um, you know, for this child I prayed and the Lord has given me what I asked. And I think about that and I have to remind myself of that many, many times as she's progressed through her toddler years. Um, But this is the child that I prayed for. This is the child that I wanted more than anything. And here she is. And I offer that because I think for you, there's something in your life that you want more than anything, whether it's a happier marriage or feeling more fulfilled or feeling that you're operating in your purpose in life. And I want you to know that when you have the faith and you believe that it is yours to have and you put action to that faith, that nothing is impossible. And so we are so blessed to have Madison in our lives. And two years later, uh, out of nowhere (laughs) in our minds, but certainly already planted in God's mind, we welcomed um, a son, Benjamin, into the world as well. And they are just amazing together. And we are so blessed to have our complete family right now. So that's a bit about my family. Uh, The third thing I'd like to share with you are my flaws, right? My flaws. And I'm going to put these flaws in the past because I am very much a believer of creating yourself um, with an orientation to the future, with an orientation to where it is you are headed and who it is you are becoming. Um, But it's important for you to know that I am not perfect, right? (laughs) None of us are. I do not claim to be. And I am very quick to admit my own mistakes, my own flaws, and my own faults because I truly believe that my experiences are not only for me and my own lessons to be learned, but to share with others. And it is an honor for me to be as vulnerable and as raw and as candid as possible about some of the things I am personally working through, some of the mistakes that I've made in my own life and marriage. And so I will say, um, in terms of those flaws, I am very much a... uh, recovering perfectionist, right? I am, uh, again, being that oldest child and having parents who were very, very adamant about education, I excelled in school and I excelled at anything I set my mind to do. And I went to the best schools um, and had the best jobs and in that, because I was smart and because I really applied myself and because I really worked hard, 
I was applauded, right? I was applauded for my accomplishments. And there was a period um, for much of my life, actually, where I thrived on that identity, where I thrived on that sense of understanding myself as a perfectionist. And it was something that I sort of wore as a badge and would stress myself out and would agonize over the smallest details of things. And I had to shed that. I think doing this work and creating this business from the ground up has really forced me to confront myself in that area. And so I am proud now to say I am a recovering perfectionist, which means this podcast will not be perfect. And I am so okay with that. Uh, My emails, uh, any other content you may receive from me will not be perfect. And I am so okay with that. It is the most liberating experience to be able to shed that false sense of identity that I think perfectionism offers many of us. Um, The other thing that you should know in terms of my flaws is while I loved the idea of becoming a mother, I loved the miracle that children are, I have struggled with this transition in my life. I think going from a very... um, high achieving professional life to being at home raising two small children has really challenged me in ways that I'm not quite sure I was fully prepared for. And so I spent a period of time being quite overwhelmed, quite unhappy, and probably quite ungrateful. and saw motherhood as just this impossible struggle that many days I wasn't sure I was cut out to do. And so that is something that I continue to work through. And again, that's where I think so much of the mindset work and the strategies and the tools to managing my emotional well-being come into play. Um, But I want you to know that as much as I love my children, I am not the perfect mother. Um, I have lived the past year focused very, very much on being um, three specific things as it relates to my children, patient, present, and playful. And that as my guidepost has really helped uh, my own transition and evolution into this role as mother. Uh, Another thing in terms of my faults that it's really important for you to know is I I would describe myself as someone who started this work because I felt like I had so much to offer to the space of how we can be intentional and utilize a lot of healthy practices within the context of our marriage. And my husband and I started together doing couples events and we were having such an amazing time pouring into other couples sharing what was working so well in our own relationship and teaching them how to apply much of the research on what it takes to create a happy and loving marriage. And over time, and I will talk about this so much more through this podcast, but over time, I became the type of person that in many ways began to push my husband away and push him out of the business. And because 
I had been such a perfectionist because I had been such an independent and high achieving person that I did not know how to graciously accept his advice. I did not know how to graciously welcome his thoughts into the process. And I began to do things on my own and I stepped outside of his covering as a husband and had some things happen in the business and had some things happen that ultimately put a strain on our own marriage. And when I look at that in hindsight, I take full responsibility for my part in the dark season that we experience in our own relationship and have worked very, very hard to put the pieces back together, to put myself back together first and to address the issues within me that led to some of those issues in my marriage. And so I offer that so that you know that I do not come to this conversation with you having figured it all out, having done it all perfectly. I have not. And so many of the things that you were struggling with or many of the things that you find hard in your own marriage I too have struggled with, I too find hard, I too work through um, very intensively and sometimes I do it well and sometimes I don't. And so that's why, you know, in the last podcast I talked about, we know what to do, we know the steps and we know the exact things to do to create a thriving marriage, but it's our ego, it's our emotions, it's our feelings, it's our attitude, it's our mood that gets in the way so much. And so I've spent a lot of time working on my own personal emotional management as it relates to um, my husband and our relationship together. And so that is something that uh, I am working through just as you are as well. And I'm happy to share what I'm learning and what's working for me. The fourth thing I think is important uh, for you to know about me is just my formation and how I came to do this work. So... In grad school, when I got my doctorate, I focused in on relationships. That was a passion of mine. And um, my topic of my dissertation was actually um, on cheating and infidelity within the context of relationships. I was working with an adolescent population, teenagers, and found it really, really interesting. Many of them were coming to a clinic and having sexually transmitted diseases and they would return to the partner who had infected them and the way he had infected them was through being with other women and so that was just a phenomenon and a concept that was so interesting to me and so I learned a lot about relationship dynamics throughout my graduate school education and then ultimately went on to direct a program Um, that focused on healthy relationships. And so I've developed a lot of curriculum and a lot of training and um, teachings around healthy communication, healthy decision-making within relationships. And so that is sort of a core passion of mine. Um, At the same time, as I was building myself in that career, my husband and I met and started dating and we were doing so many just positive nurturing things in our relationships that many other people just had no clue about. And it wasn't that we were better. It was just we had tools and we had a desire to do things differently. Again, we met and dated um, a little bit later. We were both over 30 when we met. And so we just had an intentionality and a 
strong foundation of really building our relationship from the ground up with the tools and the techniques that we knew worked. And so when we uh, married and we decided to start our family, I left that work um, with that organization to start my own business. And um, I started really actually first in the space of infertility because that was such a recent experience for me. And I knew that there was more I could be offering to women who were struggling with that. Um, while my daughter was a newborn, I decided one day to like turn on a podcast because I was like, if I'm going to be up in the middle of the night, I need to have something that is feeding my mind with positivity. And that's interesting. And that will help me, you know, as I was continuing to work through the transition of motherhood. And I stumbled across a podcast called The Life Coach School. Brooke Castillo is the uh, founder, CEO of that um, school and podcast, and it changed my life, literally. And through what she taught, I really began to see myself so differently. I began to see the experiences in my life from a completely different vantage point. And I still listen to her podcast this day. She is um, one of the most influential mentors in my life. And as I you know, made the decision to start this podcast, she is so much part of that reason because my life was changed by listening to something that someone else had produced and created and came from their own imagination. And what an honor it is for me now to do that. And so it is my hope that, you know, by my doing this work, by my sharing all that I've been learning and applying um, in my own life, that you will have that transformational um, experience for yourself. And I think in the process of building this business and leaving a very, very successful and high paying career, um, I had to reform myself, right? And so whenever you leave something that is familiar, and you start from ground zero, it stretches you, it tests you, it, um, you know, expands your understanding and definition of who you are. And so transitioning out of a very successful career to starting my own business from the ground up, did I have the content? Sure. Did I have the expertise? Of course. But all the other stuff that goes along with running a business, the finance, the marketing, all of that other stuff was not something I knew about at all. And so I had to form myself and understand who I am in the space of doing this work in a whole new, radically different way. And at the time when I first started, I brought along my perfectionist tendencies. I had not shed them at the time. And it created an identity crisis for me where I was like, wait a minute, everything I've put my hand to in the past has been a huge success. I am a high achiever. And now I'm faltering and stumbling and making mistakes and not achieving my goals in this business. Like, who am I? And so I offer that to share with you that 
that is also a lens and so many lessons I've learned in the process of not only forming this business and doing this work, but reforming myself and understanding of who I am and deciding who I am and how I'm going to show up in the world. And so that will be a theme throughout that I will ask you to grapple with. Like, who are you and how are you showing up in the world? How are you forming yourself right now? Because now you have a choice, right? When we were growing up, we were formed and influenced by our parents and things that we didn't have control over. And now you are in full control of your life. Now you have a hundred percent choice in who you are, who you become, and how you show up not only as a wife, but in every aspect of your life. And so I've learned to do that. And I'm excited again to share that with you. And then the last thing that I'll share that's important for you to know is my future. So I am such a believer in declaring the things you want for your life and affirming who it is you are becoming and what destiny it is that you are walking into. And so I believe that doing this work is my purpose right now. I believe that our purposes are fluid. I believe that we operate at our highest level when we are doing what God created us to do. And our job is to find that out, right? We will take steps forward. We will take steps back. We will get it right. We will get it wrong. But I know that my future is to use my knowledge, my skills, and my experiences to help others take action in their lives. That is my mission statement. I wrote that probably almost you know 10 years ago now. And I know that that is my purpose, whatever that looks like. And so I, in doing this work and pursuing my purpose, and it's sort of like um, when Peter is on the boat um, in the storm with Jesus and he steps out. He's like, is this you, God? Like, is this what you're telling me to do when he steps out, right, on on blind faith? And that is what I am doing. And so right now, I am very passionate and feel that my purpose and my calling is to support you as a wife in your role, not only as a wife, but your role as a mother. And the rest, I'll figure it out, right? Maybe I'll do other work and expand my work. Maybe I'll narrow it down. I'm not quite sure, but I'm just trusting God in the process and leading, um, having him lead me with the gifts that he has given me. And so I know I have the gift of speaking. People tell me that all the time. And so I'm like, okay, I will speak. I will speak and I will deliver the message that God placed on my heart. I know I have the gift of writing. And so if you are not yet on my email list, I encourage you to do that because I pour out so much through my writing and through my words that I know has transformed people's lives because they write me back and they tell me what changes they have seen in their own marriage just by one email that I have sent. And so I know that that is my gift. I know that that is part of my calling and part of my purpose. And I know that I am headed for success. I know the vision that God has given me for this work. I know that I will write books that will become uh, bestsellers. I know that I will have um, a legacy of a business that I leave behind for my children. I know that I will impact millions of people with this work that I am doing. And I offer that to you not to brag, um, but to let you know what you are a part of, that what we are creating here together is so much bigger than 
us. It's so much bigger than one person. And I often have to train myself to remove myself and remove my own insecurities and my own limitations from this work because it's not about me. It's about me being used as a vessel to deliver the message that God would have you to hear in your life at this very moment. And so you are a part of something that is going to grow. You are a part of something that is going to evolve. You are part of something that is going to impact others in such tremendous ways. And I want the same for your life. I want you to grow. I want you to evolve. I want you to impact others in such amazing ways. And we will do that by leading with love, which is a core message of the work that I do. And I'll leave you with this. You know, what is it that I should know about you? As you think about yourself, as you think about you coming to this conversation and being a listener of this podcast, what is it that I should know about you? And I think it's important to ask yourself that question because it's a grounding and foundational question to understanding yourself. And self-reflection, as I mentioned in the first episode, is such an important skill. And it's going to be a thread and a theme throughout much of what we do. And so as you reflect on yourself, what would you tell me about your faith? What would you tell me about your family? What would you tell me about your flaws? What would you tell me about your formation? And what would you say about your future? Think about it. Come up with an answer. And just get to know yourself as you get to know me through this podcast together. It has been such an honor to spend this time with you today. Thank you for your uh, attention and interest. And I look forward to being back with you for the next episode. Have a wonderful and amazing day. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in. Now I'd love to connect with you more. Join me in my private group on Facebook, the Empowered Wives Society, or sign up for my weekly newsletter at berelatable.com. There you'll find additional resources to help you create the happy and loving marriage you desire. And of course, I can't wait to meet you right back here for the next episode. Until then, make your marriage amazing.